0: And what is up? It is White Trash Donnie. Thanks for joining the Sloppy Syndicate Show uh, with special guest Felicity. We will have them in here shortly, so I hope you enjoyed the intro. Uh, Let's see who we have in the chat. Go ahead. What's up, Ellie? Bearded Accountant. Thanks for joining. Uh, Go ahead and send some invites out. We're streaming on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube tonight. So let's get those invites out. Your nanny, your papa, your ninth cousin, your mistress, whoever you want to send it to. Get them on in here, and we're going to rock out with some Felicity tonight and uh, enjoy some of their company so let's bring them on in what's up broskies
1: what's good what's up? that was awesome that intro was great i was like vibing to our own song it's like catching right. myself like, oh wait i've heard <laughs> this five million times i definitely wait. was doing that as well so i'm with you too. How,
0: how weird is it uh kind of being on stream and listening to your own uh <laughs> your your own intro so
2: I yeah, think I think it's great. Like it's uh, uh, we we took a lot of time to do that music video, so it's good that it gets, you know, some attention in this way. So it's for me, I think it's fucking cool. So I'm cool. That's
0: uh, probably one of my my top favorites from you guys. So uh, especially like the guitar riffs and just the, the growls and, you know, a little bit harder. So definitely my my jam there. So I had to Absolutely. choose, you know, I had to use that one. Uh, so, folks, thanks for joining us. If you don't know, this is the band Felicity, based out of Orlando, Florida, and uh, some big news this week. Uh, they will be playing Krakenfest uh, with the U's, Red Jumpsuit, uh, uh, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, The Dev, We're Wolves. Uh, who am I missing? Evergreen Terrace,
1: Store of the Year, Story of Amber the Land. Year,
2: Yeah,
0: yep. I think so that's
1: it. It's gonna I think be that's uh, that's enough, <laughs> right? So it's gonna yeah, yeah. be a
0: huge weekend. And uh if I'm correct, you guys just actually got the call uh a couple days ago. So
1: yeah, it was awesome. Our, our our manager hit us up and said, you know, they're um they're gonna uh they're gonna let you guys play. And we're like, hell yes, that's the dream. We love playing <laughs> festivals. Festivals is like the the number one thing a live band wants to always do is do that because the crowd's great, the energy's great, you get to be kind of like rub shoulders with with like people you've You've you know grown you. Up listening to and I mean we have stories of the last big festival we played um in Fort Myers, um in Fort uh it was called Fort Rock oh, and wow. we got to meet Papa Roach and um of mice and Men and got to watch either
2: there you were you were confused
1: oh, no. for Seether at one point yeah. which oh great. yeah yeah people thought I was the lead singer of Seether for a minute and I thought they were just like <laughs> hey, just just it like, yeah hey, that's me what's usually up because they watched me play but they were actually <laughs> excited to meet me. Because they thought I was a lead singer, either. Yeah, yeah, sometimes just worse off. people to be compared to, I guess. Though. <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, so that's super super exciting news there, and uh, you also have um, obviously we don't do Warp Tour anymore, so you're doing a um, Winter Warped up in yeah. uh, is it Jacksonville and Tampa, correct?
1: Yeah, and Orlando. Um, okay. We started that a couple years ago, um, where we you know it was right when Warp Tour was kind of ending and. Um, we were like, what would be really fun is to get a bunch of bands that we're friends with here in Orlando and a bunch of the, you know, up and coming talent here in Orlando and, um, do like a Warped Tour tribute festival where it's all local bands from Orlando or central Florida, but everyone's doing kind of like a tribute set to a Warped Tour band that they grew up listening to, or we really inspired them. And then on top of that, we really treat it like Warped Tour, where it's like 25 minute sets, like quick, quick, quick. It's just like. We can fit eight bands in one night. So it's eight bands, and then each band is covering a band. So our first year we did Senses Fail, which is a huge influence to us. And then last year we nice. did last year we did Good Charlotte. And cool. then who are we doing this year, Damien? Uh this year we're doing we're doing
2: P Roach, Papa Roach. I'm I'm very excited to be doing that. Uh huge influences on on a lot of us in the band. So to be able to perform that song and and just vibe out and have fun on stage. It's it's just hard choosing that set list. You know what I mean? There's so, yeah, many, there's band- so many good songs. Yeah. So like that's we're finding it difficult to do now, that right now. But um, either way, it's like like Drew said, uh, we're excited to be bringing it to three cities this time. Um, you know, it's like a festival that we created on our own. So hopefully, if these three um do well, uh, we want to branch out more in the future. Maybe go up, you know more go up north a little bit more and stuff like that maybe go up to georgia and stuff like that so a uh, little by little but it's also building good camaraderie in the scene you know what i mean you're you're developing these relationships with bands and and people are getting into you into you just because you know you're doing a cover set because then you know then they get into your band and and you just continue to make the scene thrive which is important
0: right and and let's face it we all miss warp tour we all grew up yes. going to warp tour so it's nice to kind of have that uh Something like that, you know, to come back around, and and let's face it, we've obviously we've been in the pandemic two and a half, almost three years now, so this is going to be the first um, one of the bigger festivals going on, um, you know, since you know the pandemic began. They did Rockville last year, mm-hmm. um, which which wasn't as busy, but I mean, it's still a ton of people, um, so. How do you guys feel about that getting in front of the because we're all going to be there's that that energy is going to be there, you know, because people have been cooped up. They haven't been out and, you know, they're going to go to the first rock concert and who knows how absolutely. long.
2: So for me, for me, like just playing live music, like you said, is absolutely crazy. Like now, because being cooped up, like you said, even for these musicians and, and bands like everyone's feeling that. So now it's like we're starting to get back into it. I feel like there'll be like an explosion of of people wanting especially rock music um, which is great people just want to go be at a festival they want to experience that live feel i don't you can you can watch you know live streams and everything like that which are great but i think nothing really substitutes being you know in person at a show for me so uh, for sure. i think it's going to be sick i'm excited for it what do you think drew
1: yeah we we were uh, you know came, coming out of the pandemic we we played our first show back was like our album release show and it was so weird after not playing for a year and a half to to play a show again, and that our second show back from you know being gone a year all that time was supposed to be this Rebel Rock festival that was in Orlando. And oh yeah, we were, that was uh... we were on that lineup, and it got our it got canceled like the day before we were supposed to play. Yeah, that was uh, a nightmare. That was that was really heartbreaking for us. We had, we were looking forward to that so much, you know, to play a yeah. festival right after, like as our second show back from from such a long hiatus and um the lineup was just so awesome uh and uh, <laughs> it was, it fortunately, was. fortunately it didn't happen for whatever reason and so we're ready like Kraken fest like we're ready we're coming for you we're giving we're bringing everything we got because we we've been we've been waiting to play for a crowd like this on a stage like this for a long time
0: okay. so within the last year you've uh released an ep album six six music videos i think it is
1: yeah, we released an entire we release we released our first full-length album back in full-length July. Album. Okay. Um we we um had released some um EPs in the past and the the most songs we'd ever recorded at one time was like six songs. And okay. um you know, we finally felt it was time to like bring a, a a a selection of work like a an album, like 10 songs that we wrote at the same time that represents the time period we were as a band and where we were in our lives and So we, we actually recorded it in 2019 and then uh, we couldn't release it for, there was a year and a half where the music industry was essentially shut down. So we've had these songs for like two years and we had to finally release it in July. But um, we signed our our record deal in, in January and they wanted the album out in July, but they wanted us to release six, six songs with six music videos. So we had to do six music videos in six months. So there was a time period where it was like, every single weekend we were filming a music video or planning music video and filming a music Crazy. video for this one that's coming out in April and then this one that's coming out in may and um it was hectic and fun uh, oh, sure. it was, I can imagine
2: it was definitely hectic
1: it was definitely hectic but like having a full album out uh, allowed us
2: to have a little bit more freedom with with our sound too um, it just gives you you know more of a you know you have more songs so you can show more of your styles in it and I thought that was something that that really I was really excited to do with this and we've got a whole another batch of songs that we're actually working on now as well so constant grind grinding constant hustling so we're excited for the future though that's 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 for certain
0: yeah definitely six six videos in six months that's a lot of work and and most people don't know what goes on behind the scenes with the video editing the videos itself and yeah so that's that's definitely yeah. time consuming so uh props yeah. on that one but um yeah, so so the songs that uh the band has Felicity um it's it, I don't want to say it's all over the board but you get uh you get sure. some of the the hard rock, you get some of the the punk rock, you you know, you you just get so many variations, sure. you know, with the with the different songs and I think that's what um you know kind of drew my attention to you and and started uh jamming out was there's just so many that's cool aspects that's awesome. of, yeah. you know, you know it's not just heavy metal, you know, you have, you know sure like hit and run is my favorite song. And yeah, you get pretty hard in there and uh, you know, but there's also,
1: you know, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, Without
2: question. I think, I think, I think that's something that, that I enjoy, you know, being in Felicity because of that, just the dynamic that everyone brings, everyone has kind of their own influences. And I feel like it's hard sometimes to, to, to cultivate all of, you know, those bands out there and saying, Hey, how can I, become a band that has all of these influences or can i just stick to one because a lot of times you you do get hate sometimes you know being a band sometimes when you do all of these different styles people are like oh just stick to one thing you know what i mean and i'm like no i mean for me if i find influences and enjoy all these styles then i kind of like why can't i do it myself you know what i mean so that's kind of like our thought process everyone has a bunch of different influences Some people like heavier stuff. Some people like softer stuff. And I really think that's truly where Felicity kind of finds its sound um, because of all that. So I'm grateful to be in in a band with these guys and uh, a band that we don't kill each other, you know, when we talk about all these different things. So we're able to actually make
1: it work, which is which is cool. Um, Drew, I don't know. What what do you think? The same, right? Absolutely. And and I also think it helps, you know, sometimes it's a blessing and a curse because you may have someone who, like, loves heavy music. And they might hear a song like, you know, Hit and Run or Pendulum. And they're like, I'm getting into this band. And then <laughs> they start listening to the album and they realize there's like, you know, some other other off the wall genres. We do pop punk. Right. We do, you know, just straightforward rock music. We do just whatever we whatever, whatever the song needs, whatever's fun. Right. And so um, so it's, it can be less than curious. But also, I think it's it's great for us because we get to play shows where we're, where we are like the heaviest band on the entire lineup. And we also get to play shows where we're the least heavy band on the entire lineup. So, you know, we're kind of just this, this rock band that you can plug on a metal show. You can plug it on a pop punk show. You can plug it on an indie show. Like we can pretty much make our set list work to whatever type of show we need to play because we have such a diverse, you know, group of songs in our um, in what we got going on. So.
0: And yeah, why limit yourself to, to one genre when you can, you know, three or four. So, yeah. um, I don't know if you guys, like I said, and I'm going to brag about hit and run. Cause that's my, my favorite one as of now. Sure. Uh, and there's actually a, a story behind that. You guys want to kind of tell the story of how the song was originally, um, you know, written.
2: Sure. Absolutely. That, that song in general for me and, um, the rest of the guys as well, um, was, uh, was definitely a, a painful experience. It was an experience that, needed to be told. I feel, um, when it, when it initially happened, it was, um, we were driving home from, um, playing a show one night, actually. and um, we were all, we were, you know, most of the band was in the car. A few of the, a few of the other band was in a different car. We were just driving home. And, uh, as we're going by, like it's a green light truck, massive truck just comes right in front of us. And, you know, we just basically, you know, crash and collide. And, uh, it was absolutely insane. I'd, I'd never had something like that happen to me. Uh, it just, it was absolutely wild and crazy. Like, and our, my car was totaled um, that car fled the scene. I still remember the the taillights like in uh, you know, very distinctly just seeing it like stop for a second and then just take off. And uh, basically the lawless lawlessness of people, you know, in terms of like, not, not caring if, if they had killed anyone in, in the car, just, just didn't really care whatsoever and um and then just coming out of that situation just just saying just checking on everyone after in the vehicle all my bandmates um you know luckily we were all we we were you know alive after that the experience in your mind left a thought that what if one of these guys would have died and stuff like that you know my life would it would have changed completely uh, my life still did change completely from that because it was just an insane experience to go through and just see like how people have no, um, no, sometimes no respect for life and things like that. So that's kind of how that song was conceived. Um, uh, It was, it, it's basically a, it, a, it's a true story and it's a hit and run of, of, of the lawlessness of people and how uh, life can like disappear like that in an instant. And um, when we wrote it in the studio, it was, it was really, really painful to like, kind of remember a lot of those things. And right. a lot of those lyrics are, are true there, you know, there's a lyric about the taillights, you know, never disappearing from my mind and things like that. And and Drew, who was in the passenger seat as well. Um, and it's just after the song was written, I, I definitely felt a lot more therapeutic, you know, being able to release it and tell that story because none of the guys said anything. We didn't tell anyone. We just we just carried on with our life. You know what I mean? We I don't know. We We just didn't feel like we needed to tell anyone about that. But we knew we would tell it in a song one day. And that's and that's that song hit and run. And the music video kind of Drew, if you want to talk about that music video, kind of.
1: Yeah, yeah, we really just didn't tell anyone. We felt like, you know, it was a tragedy what happened. But at the end of the day, we were all okay. And sure, Damien, we know we had a car that was totaled and we had to deal with that. And luckily, we didn't have like music equipment. So we just felt like if we had posted about it and we had like shared that with our with our fans or to the world that we would have just been using it as a way to get attention by saying like, you know, feel sorry for us when we were actually okay. So we decided to wait until we could make a song out of it. And that's when we can get attention for it. And so, uh, tell our story that way. And so it was so awesome being able to do that. And then we got to do the music video, which has, I feel like has a lot of, you know, um, um, you know, synergy with the story where you know several different members of the band, you know, kind of turn into ghosts and kind of going through Damien's mind of at any one point one of us could have been gone and he would have had to live on with the guilt of that for the rest of his life. However, this person who fled the scene gets to go live their life and never had any legal ramifications or whatever. they were never never able to catch this person and just how differently the situation could have been to where our lives could have been changed so drastically forever. And this person got to go on, like, like nothing happened. So yeah, kind of like, that's definitely one of the more serious and emotional things that um, we've done as, as a band, because most of the time we're pretty lighthearted and we don't take ourselves seriously, but dear universe, this new album we released in July allowed us to kind of like not be afraid to show some of those deeper layers that we have because, um, we hadn't done that before, before our songs were very much stuff that we wanted to be relatable to everybody. But this was kind of a chance for us to do plenty of that. But since we have a full length album, we can also tell our story too. And, you know, put some of those personal elements that we were really not probably care- comfortable enough sharing until then.
0: There. Yeah. And for sure that uh, a traumatic experience, obviously, but, um, you know, you turned it, uh, into something positive, you know, with a yeah. banger of a song and, uh, you know I just wanted you know the the fans and and you know the audience to kind of grasp you know where you guys get your music from. So obviously we all either write music or relate to music in some sort of way music gets us through a lot of hard times and different things like that. so um, i I didn't know if I should bring it up but you know I thought oh, that no. was kind of important no, you know kind of important to put out there and uh, we have some good questions in here so let's uh Bruce City uh, you go to every show you can every chance you get. I agree with you. Yeah, definitely uh, try to get out and uh, live life. You know, life is precious. So, 100%. and then uh, Daniel the bearded had a, a great question. What was your favorite lineup you were a part of? Oh man, that's only uh... really
1: two real, real choices, right? See, they're probably warped, warp rewind or oh, Fort Rock. or Fort Rock.
2: Yeah, Fort yeah. Rock. That's what. I... I'm trying to think if I'm forgetting anything <laughs> right now.
1: We got to play a really, really, really good lineup of Warp Tour, but we got to play one date and it was the Orlando date, and we Marvel. were like the very first band that played. So, but that year of Warp Tour was I think 2016. And if you go back and look at that lineup, it was it was incredible. Um, it had everybody. It had some 41, it had I'm pretty sure it had Marvel. the used, it had taking back Sunday. It had neck deep state champs. Um, so many, so many amazing bands, yellow card, newfound glory. Um, yeah. That was definitely one of them. And then um, we got that, but, but also we were kind of like not part of the lineup. We like, were the local band that like gets to play like every, every Warp Tour there's one like local band that gets to play the date. And that was what it was for us. And we were, yeah, by all means, like it was a dream come true to just say we were part of, of Warp Tour but we also got to do this warped uh warp tour at sea cruise in 2017 where we actually won a contest to get on that um and we were only like three three uh, unsigned bands that were um invited to play and then all the rest of the bands were um you know warp tour bands but uh that was incredible because it was like warp tour every day on a cruise ship so like yeah. sun up <laughs> to sun down there's just warp tour like Party time i think Party there was time. like six different stages on the boat so at any point you could go to a stage and see oh at 3 45 this band's playing at you know four fifteen, i want to go see this band and you know story of the year was there and hawthorne heights was there um less than jake real big fish mayday parade um so many, so many awesome awesome um more pro bands and the great thing was you got to just like at the end of the day you're on a cruise ship so you're just hanging out with all the bands so as fans we got to also, we just got to like be around all these musicians and all the musicians d- didn't just want to spend the whole time in their cabin. Right. who's going to go on a cruise and stay in your cabin in time. So they're out enjoying the cruise just like everybody else, which is awesome. It was all like very like what Warped Tour always was about was like equality and like everyone's equal. Like um, you know, every band get on Warp Tour gets to close the night, and every band gets to open. You know, there's not like right. a headliner. Every band's treated mm-hmm. equal, so it definitely felt like that. And we were treated as equals. We got to play the biggest stage. We got to play the smallest stage. We got to play a good nighttime slot. We got to play the first first slot of the day. Insane. Um, Insane. And then. Damian, I'll let you talk about Fort Rock because I'm sure you have plenty of
2: memories from that. Oh, without question, I th- I think that's what I'm going to go with. I think Fort Rock was absolutely was absolutely phenomenal. I think some of the headliners were, um, I think it was Def Leppard, um, Papa Roach, Chevelle, Seether. I think Three Days Grace was on that, if I'm not Bear mistaken. Tooth. Um, okay, Bear so. Tooth, Bear Tooth was awesome. Um, Mo- I think Motionless and White was there. There, there was, yeah. I mean, I could go on for that, but I I'll. I'll re- always remember Caleb Shomo uh, of Beartooth, who was side stage. We had, we, uh, I think we opened up that stage and Beartooth was right after us. So I just always remember playing that show and seeing Caleb on the side just watching us. And I was like, I hope he doesn't think we suck right now. But uh, that's, something, that's something that I always remember. And Fort Rock was just phenomenal. Like we saw Jacoby Shaddix um, backstage. We talked to him for a little while. Um, the guys in Chevelle, like it, it was so cool to just be back there in a festival like that to play it and then just to see these musicians in the back carrying themselves and just being side stage watching uh the show and seeing the crowd feed off the energy. I mean, Fort Rock for me has to be the choice, but
1: it, it was yeah. incredible. The yeah. great thing was, is we that was one where we like were kind of treated as equals, like, yeah. it's yeah. so hard when you're in a local band or like an up and coming band, local band, up and coming band, like. If you've been in a band, Donnie, you just know that, like, no matter what, if you're opening for other bands and you're treated like, like, it's like fan and then like you and then like everybody else. So it's like you play and then you get back in the crowd and you're the same as everybody. But right. And yeah, and 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 that's.
0: It's, uh, you know, and that's it's kind of common in the industry. You know, some of the ones that get, you know, the the rock stars, you know, the, yeah. the big rock stars are kind of like, oh, who the hell are you? Yeah. You know, and and that's what I, I found cool about Jacoby is, yeah. like, yeah. he's probably one of the most down-to-earth guys. Mm-hmm. He'll sit and talk to you for 20 minutes I agree. And, and not even know who you are, you know, yeah. so when I saw him in concert and, you know, I just, you know, hung out with him for 15, 20 minutes. Hey, what's up? You know, even uh, taking back Sunday and Evergreen Terrace last year, they just... You know so down to earth sit chill with you have a drink whatever and right. uh you know but then on the on the flip side you do have some bands that are like who the hell are you like yeah. know, you know yeah get on my level type of thing but yeah. um
1: and, and with Papa Roach we um like just talking about Fort Rock being 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 uh e- like treated as equals and we had the same like access as all the other bands so like you know watching Fort Rock was an experience because you got to see like younger bands watching the older bands and the older bands coming to watch the younger bands. And, you know, these group of bands would be side stage watching this band and these group of bands would be side stage watching this band. But the one band that every single person came, every single band was side stage to see Papa Roach. They were like,
2: yeah, that's nope, true.
1: Nope. We need to be there. And I was one of them and just watching Papa Roach side stage play scars, you know, and the, all the crowd, the thousands of people are singing along. I was like, this is it. This is it. it. Doesn't get better than this. this I agree. It. I'll remember this the rest of my life. And Jacoby,
2: Jacoby is just so fun, phenomenal for me as a front man. Just to watch, just to see his engagement with with the crowd, how he moves from from side to side while while still like being in tune and and singing everything right. For me as a front man, it's like, man, that's that's someone who you definitely look up to, and you're like, you, you know, uh, you it just they just push you to want to be better as a musician, which is that's my favorite part. You know, like when I get to see bands and I get inspired. Yeah,
0: and some of those stages are, are are pretty massive. I'd be I'd be out of breath by the time I got to the other side, and trying to and trying to breathe and sing and keep tune. Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so uh, Archie Moon has a pretty good question. Is it a cathartic song to play each night?
2: Uh, I, absolutely. Uh, a hit and run, absolutely. Yes. Um, whenever, just when when you're singing that song, um, you just like I said, like there are certain lyrics in that song that just stand out so much in my memory when I'm singing it and. I really think it is therapeutic in a sense because it just makes me kind of get get out that anger, if that makes sense. Um, And eventually it becomes like a song that maybe will bring awareness to people as well. Uh, Just just, you know, to look out for others and be careful and your actions can affect people and really change someone's life. So I hope that not only one thing, it's it's cathartic for us, but it's also maybe bringing awareness to people and saying, like, I need to think about, you know, some of these things before I before I you know, you know, potentially kill someone, you know, if it right. comes like, like a hit and run and things like that. So I'd say for me, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Sure.
0: Uh, so 2016 warp was crazy. Good. I would agree. I miss warp tour so much. I think we all loved warp tour. So, absolutely. uh, miss Bruce city, lots of local metal bands here. Next big venue is a uh, rock fest in July.
1: Nice. Uh, what's the lineup
0: there? Uh, miss Bruce city. Um, Archimundo, I think Warped 05 and 06 was my fave. Fat Mike Hassling under oath. Oh, the year of kill switch and Bronx. Great. Way, Fuego. So what's up, Donald Long? Thanks for coming in.
2: Hey, guys.
0: But yeah, so um, I think, uh, I mean, so motion, great. motion, mo, uh, motionless and white uh, is, is making, making the charts coming up. And then. Um, uh, zombified, it's not motionless in white. Uh, so, I'm, I'm drawing oh, a blank yeah. right now,
2: falling, falling in reverse. reverse,
0: yeah, falling in reverse. That's uh, a huge hit right now. So, mm-hmm. I, I think you, you know, you and I are, are probably in the same kind of uh, spectrum of music that we enjoy. So, oh, yeah. uh, I, sure. big we, uh,
1: I think rock music's making a comeback. You know, we've been kind of on the back burner for I don't know better part of 10 years for sure, but uh, everything comes in cycles, you know. Yeah um, I, I think I think
2: the rock fan base is is super dedicated, which is like a great thing. You know what I mean? Some of these other genres, I, I feel like um, maybe not as dedicated. I feel like that rock scene is is when you're with it, you're with them. You know what I mean? So that's that's something I can appreciate about rock music. And, um, you know, the fact that they're 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 ride or die. You know what I mean? They're going to be with you. And uh, I would agree. I I agree with
0: you. And and what I like, uh, and and not to get into politics or anything like that, because uh, those are two things I stay away from, politics and religion. We're not going to talk about those. But, um, you know, (laughs) zombified is kind of, I want to say it breaks barriers kind of in the rock community because it it does bring, uh, I don't want to say political, but it does bring that, you know, a little bit of awareness of. Uh, current world events I guess you could say um, into it so yeah. um, and and, that, and that's not something you you see often mm-hmm. but um, yeah. you know so it's kind of kind of refreshing to see them go uh, that route they're getting a ton of hate they're getting a ton of love but um, you know yeah, at the that's, end that's of the day funny
1: style man he's right. never been afraid <laughs> yeah. to say what's on his mind and he's he's probably one of the most polarizing people in all, all like our generation of rock music for sure I don't think there's a more loved and hated hated person. Um, so yeah, if so you check out
0: him. yeah if you check out his TikToks, it's like you got uh, one that loves him, one that and they're just like <laughs> battling back and forth. I'm like,
1: Running. I got to check
2: these out now. I
1: got he check actually them. responds. Right. He responds to people who talk shit right. to him, and I'm it's like, great. And he does <laughs> it. He does it pretty respectfully and pretty intelligently, and um, it's great. It's it's awesome. He's a great follow on TikTok for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. He's definitely a super smart dude, and uh, I don't know how he has the time to kind of uh, respond to everybody, but he just, he's, he's a cool character. So, uh, so Archie Mundo actually played in a band. I got big time when I opened for a touring act once, but the drummer was super complimentary.
1: Nice. So, um, All
0: right. what kind of band were you in, Archie? Punk alternative, I guess it'd be considered. So, cool. um, did you tour Archie, or, or were you just kind of a local, so... Uh, all right, mod mods kick them out. not just playing. So, but, uh, yeah. So I'm super stoked for you guys. I mean, it's big time. To it's going to be a huge festival. I think. Um, last I was talking with uh, you know, the the promoters. There's probably going to be twenty, thirty thousand. So That's
1: <sighs> might insane. be the biggest crowd I've ever played for. To be honest, like we played with some great crowds, but this might this might be the one the biggest one for us so so far. we're ready for it
2: though we're re- ready we've been right. working
1: really hard like you know being in a band is not easy being in a band for seven years it's not easy and damien and i started this band in his parents garage almost yeah. seven years ago i think this summer will be seven years but you know it didn't it would it wasn't like we've been what we are now this whole time it's been a right. journey and you know, like we say, we're the only two, two original, original members, but the the lineup we've had, we've had for several years. The majority of the music we put out has been with this lineup, but, um, you know, it's been a long, it's been a long ride. Damian and I, neither of us were from central Florida originally and didn't really have a ton, know anyone in the scene. Didn't have any friends who were in bands. Didn't know any musicians, didn't know any venue contacts. And we pretty much had to just kick the door down to get accepted into this scene. I remember it feels like it was yesterday when we just, we couldn't even know who to talk to, to get to play a show. And the first time we got to play a venue like back booth in Orlando, it was like a dream come true for us to just be able to play there. And we would, we would look back and we would say, you know, you know, it'd be really cool, man. If if someday we were able to find a couple more guys and we were able to play a show someday. And do you know, fast forward all these years and, to be able to be blessed enough to be able to, you know, have people like really enjoy our music and listen to our music every day and to be able to play shows like this. It's like just it's just a, it's been a long journey and a lot, a lot of hard work. And it's it's really cool that, you know, when you start to see some of those things pay off and you get some of these opportunities like we have next weekend. So Yeah, for sure. Definitely. um,
0: Yeah. So it was uh, going back to Rebel Rock. I, I can't sing. I'm not very talented. I am pretty stupid and funny. Um, so I'm kind of like the hype man, um, <laughs> you know, get me drunk and yeah, anything can happen. But, uh, you know, so the running joke. So I do a lot of beard shows like in the beard community and that. So, uh, yeah. there I'm known for assless chaps and, and being white trash. <laughs> <Donnie>. but, um, <laughs> so yeah, I just like live life, you know, live your life. But, um, so when we went to, uh, rebel rock, you know, they played the Thursday show yeah. uh, for Jose Mangan's birthday, yeah. birthday bash. And then Friday, like 30 minutes before the show, they like they cut it. So we're like, what are we going to do this weekend? You know, so I, I was working with Ace and, and some of the venues kind of around like, hey, let's get some bands in here. They're in town. Yeah. Like, l- like, let's l- Let's make it happen somewhere, you know. Exactly. Got all these people in town. And um, so fortunately Ace stepped up, you know, they had uh, Autumn to Ashes and um not autumn to ashes. I always I'm going back to my old school, but um and yeah, so I was just I was on the stage like the hype man just throwing nice. out beers and throwing out shirts and like what else let me throw it out, you know. What do you want out? What else so, can I find? What, else, but, what uh, else you guys got? Right. So it, it was actually a very cool experience because they were so humbled and um
1: that's so cool. And,
0: uh, you know, when you have a, a big – I don't want to say they're huge. They're not, you know, mm-hmm. five-finger death punch, but they're, yeah. they're, they're making yeah. their way up the charts. And, um, you know, just to see them be on stage with them and, and just kind of like, hey, what's up? You know, and then just throwing their merch out and just, you know, kind of being their hype, man. It was kind of uh, super cool. So Yeah, it's
1: awesome.
0: Um, but, yeah, definitely. I well, know awesome. from
1: you, though, how, was, how, was, how were the field conditions on Thursday?
0: I didn't go Thursday. Um, oh, okay, so, okay. Actually, I, uh, so my schedule at that time I was working, but um, yeah, so we,
1: we couldn't go Thursday, but um, I was going to go Friday after work. I was going to get there at like four o'clock and then obviously we were playing Saturday and then I was going to go Sunday, like all day. And yeah. Friday by the, I was like, it was like 11 AM or something Friday when I got the message, we got the message and it was just like a huge, huge bummer. Cause, uh, you know, that, that lineup was great. I, my, when I was a kid, my favorite band was Limp Bizkit and I've never gotten to see them live because by the time I was old enough to see them live, they were not really a band anymore and now they're back. And that was like, like my opportunity and it was just like in daddy. my grasp and then it was gone. Right. It's
0: like ripped out of your hands, but, but like he, like dad vibes, like yeah. it's freaking hilarious. It's got the gray hair, like, Epic, like, totally Even epic. He pulls off.
1: it off. And just being able to see them play like an hour, probably like an hour of set or 40, you know, hour and a half set being the headliners of the festival, you would we would have heard just like all the Limp Bizkit classics, we would have heard all the great deep cuts and the new stuff, which I right. love new Limp Bizkit album. Like it's yes. there's a lot of songs that are out there, but the stuff that's like Limp Bizkit stuff is great is great including yeah, that one, sure. dad vibes that song but yeah. there the entire album has some misses but there's some there's some classic lb there
0: yeah so i was a little disappointed and in, and in, in rebel rock and, and we won't get into the conspiracy theories and, yeah. and whatnot but um i remember going to warp tour and having mud up to my knees yeah yeah
1: <laughs> we're going <laughs> to Warp tour okay. right. well, damien and i were at a well no i don't think you went damien Corey and i were at um like three weeks earlier, we were at. It was called Sad Summerfest, and it was at the fairgrounds. And it was supposed to the doors supposed to be at four pm, and it was absolutely torrential downpouring at three thirty. Like you know, like it was in August. You know those August afternoons right. in Florida. Like, but one of the worst ones I've seen where you can't even see a foot outside your window. All you see is 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 gray. And I was like, "They're gonna have to cancel this." And, um, sure enough, they waited and they postponed until seven p m to open doors. But they just had to cut like the th- all the third first three or four opening bands, and then, like the final three bands still played, like the three headliners still played. And they still did it. And so I was like, that was a pretty bad storm. And they still did sad summer fest. so i was I was a I, I little just, bit suspicious about Remmel. I, I think know. there's a little
0: more to the story that we'll never know, but I uh, think so. yeah.
1: maybe I think we'll get so. a Netflix documentary like Fire right? Fire Friar,
0: Friar 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so cool to get to know you guys. Definitely Ellie. Uh, and, and I'm thankful that they came on the sloppy syndicate show. So, and uh question, how do you think your music has evolved from burn the world to wish you weren't
2: here? Wow. Wow. Um, well, oh, that, that's, that's a great question. I think, I think Burn the World Burled was, uh, it was our second EP um, that we were working with our producer, Andrew Wade, who, which, who is absolutely phenomenal. He's done bands like A Day to Remember, um, Neck Deep, okay. and okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. so a lot, a lot of different styles there. So he's a great producer to have, especially with the style music that we like and we love. So I think Burn the World, was early on for us. We wanted, we, we definitely liked that heavy music. I think Burn the World had that kind of feel to it. Um, and I think, you know, as we went on with our next album, Old Habits, it started to get, there's, there's heavy songs in there, but it started getting more, a little bit more pop punk in there, I'd say. Um, yeah. and then Wish You Weren't Here, I think is just classic pop punk. And I know that, uh, the two are, are kind of on office opposite spectrums, I would think sound wise, but for some reason, uh, it still works for us. So I think I just think the evolution is that yeah. we're we're more comfortable writing songs like Burn the World and Wish You Weren't Here than we've ever been. So I think that's kind of like the evolution. We're not afraid to like kind of write those heavy songs or we're not afraid to write those songs that are uh, sing along, you know, catchy pop punk. And it has a sick solo in it. So I think that Drew, Drew, you know, wrote that and with Corey, our, our lead guitar player. So. Um, I just think, I think it's shown an evolution that we're really
1: comfortable with ourselves and we're, we're not afraid to do whatever genre we want. Yeah. And when we did our first EP with Andrew Wade, which um, had Burn the World on it, we we kind of like, it was our first real heavy song we had ever yeah. written, um, but we were also very new as a band. We'd only written a handful of songs, but so that was like the heaviest song we'd written at the time. And then we had a song that came like right after it on the EP called Hang On that is like super, super pop punky as well. And we always kind of had that duality of like a little bit of, you know, this and that some like super pop punky stuff that sounds like it could be, you know, on a, maybe a newfound glory song. And then stuff that like burn the world, which could be, I don't know, maybe something more like a band like bear tooth or motionless and white might put out. But um, we did another review with Andrew Wade after that, where we had a song called, called circles, which was even heavier than burn the world. And some people still to this day say, circles is their absolute favorite song we've made and you know we would get like real mosh pits with that one and then we had uh, some super pop punk songs on that one we have a song called the city beautiful that's about the city of orlando and um another you know, good one and, I, and it's great that we're like we're still doing that with our new album but we're also doing some new stuff we've never done so there's like some new elements of stuff that's like you've never heard and um it was great to be able to take those chances to even take more chances and um it's like, we like to think of it as like, our band is like a buffet. There's like a little something for everybody, especially with our new record. Like, um, there's a, there's a song I could show my grandmother and she wouldn't like plug her ears. So, <laughs> right. <that's>, like, <laughs> yeah.
0: so let's talk, let's talk about, uh, watermelon sugar high. So <laughs> <do> uh, <laughs> a, a cover song, badass cover song, by the way. Nice. Um, and so what I've seen in the last couple years, uh, so like, um, our last night and fame on fire, they started out doing covers. And and so I, I think that's, uh, uh, man, how do I want to say this? I think keep, keep doing the covers as, Mm -hmm. as well as originals, you know? And, uh, it just, I mean, you guys will blow up. You guys got that. you got the rhythm, you got the rhyme, you got the, the riffs and you you got it all, but,
2: uh, yeah, it's those, it's those covers. Um, That sometimes like that bring a lot more awareness to your band you're like oh some people are like i like the cover more than the original so it shows like musicianship too which is really cool but um uh you you, you just got to be careful with that too that that you don't just you know become you know just strictly doing covers and stuff like that so it it could get you know it could get you know with that fine line that you got to be you know kind of be careful with and stuff like that because at the end of the day, we we want to make sure that you know people love our 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 band and our songs. Yeah, like that.
0: yeah, for sure. So like you know, Fame on Fire, I love them, and yeah, but I'm, I'm color. Mo- color. most they of color. their most of their songs are cover songs. You know, they're starting yeah. to come out with their own songs now, but, um, sure. but
1: those, you know, like think of it like a, you know, like I Prevail, who you know got this, they got huge because of a cover, but they have so much awesome original music now. It's I've uh, like been able too. to over, kind of like yeah. overcome. The fact that they started as that band that did a Taylor Swift cover, you know, right. and now they're not. And I do remember, honestly, their first like big break was when they covered since you've been gone. Yeah. And then, you know, Downfall of All" and everything else came out. And it was it was like, you know, they were kind of a household name of our scene from there. But, um, yeah, a cover can do a lot. And we when we went and did it, we didn't want to do something that was expected and we wanted to do something that was really relevant and it felt like last summer like that was kind of that summer we recorded it it was kind of like the the it song on the radio and we wanted to prove that you know if something's a good song if something's a good song it can translate to multiple genres and uh you know not you know harry styles is a is is a is an icon and being able to show that you can take a song that you know him and his songwriters wrote and Make it a hard rock song was was a was a fun experience and a challenging experience and uh, I think we pulled it off pretty good. I think that's about as good as you can do it for that. Definitely,
2: ch- definitely challenging yeah. for, for sure to to make sure like we're staying true to those melodies, but also saying how can I make this rock? How can I make people excited about this? How can I start this song differently? I remember Wade saying uh, our you know the our producer just saying like we've got to we've got to switch things up. We've got to make this song sound. Uh, really captivating in the first couple of seconds and if you hear watermelon sh- sugar in the beginning, it's like what what's going on are these guys gonna even play guitar at some point so, right, so, it's, so it's it's very, it starts out very
0: mellow and then yeah yeah
2: like, so so it's kind of it, it, it's honestly it's pretty fun and maybe there's some more covers in the cards for us in the future we shall see we shall see.
0: I mean, I was jamming out in the shower right before, you know, the show yeah.
2: and I'm just like watermelon sugar. There you, you
0: go. Know. I'm getting it, you know, getting it on in the shower, singing singing so but uh Sweet. that's awesome. Yeah. So I don't I mean, we are forty five minutes in. I don't want to take too much of your time. I know you guys got band practice tonight. You got a big week ahead, you got Krakenfest, um, you know, oh, next yeah. Saturday. So it's it's Obviously, I'll see you at Krakenfest. But yeah,
1: man, uh, let's, take, let's take some shots. anybody who's at anybody at so Kraken, I, come I, hang. Are we,
2: gonna, are we gonna see the ass-loose chaps at yeah. Kraken or no? Uh, you talked them up a lot. I mean, you, you did talk I, them up. Right?
0: I, I, I said it one time. I said it okay, one
2: time. Okay, okay. Right. We'll
0: see. So T- yeah, we'll T- see. T- I, I Maybe I'll bring them. But I'll also bring a, a change of clothes. That way I can't you know, change out. You don't wanna,
1: yeah, you don't want to have it too
2: cold, right? But um, if we so do I watermelon actually, sugar, if we do watermelon sugar, you've got to sing it with the assless chaps. I'm sorry.
0: Put me on the spot now. All right, I'll bring the asla chaps, whatever. All right. But, uh, no, so I just got the uh, the Kong beer bongs in today. So those will be out for us. So <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have a good time. And, uh, sweet, this, sounds good. this band go to Coachella Fest?
1: Hell yeah, Nick. Is You're going to drive us there?
0: Right. <laughs> What's up, Nick H? Thanks for All coming right. in. But uh, this is Felicity from Orlando. So they're actually playing Kraken Fest uh, this Saturday. We'll be out there enjoying some live music. Uh, we are not strictly locked down like some of the states out there. So we get a little bit of freedom here and uh, enjoy some of the music. And Nick is laughing at my assless chaps because he always <laughs> tries to promote my assless chaps. So, um well, he's you know, a job. He's I did a send a uh, with some beer products. I did send a autographed picture of uh, me mooning, you know, me mooning. Them. Oh, I, didn't, I, I didn't have the assless chaps, but I was out hiking and I was like, you know what? Let's take an assless picture. Yeah. So,
2: so it, uh, yeah, it connects. It connects. Right. Yeah.
0: And, and they were like, well, aren't all aren't all chaps assless? Well, correct, but doesn't it sound better when you say "assless chaps"? Yeah, yeah totally point. sounds better. So right. uh, he he has to go on stage with the assless chap.
2: Oh man, <laughs> oh, yeah. is
1: that allowed at Kraken? <laughs> right,
0: I, I'm. It, it's pretty kid friendly. I, I don't want to get them. I don't want to get Felicity in trouble. You he know, gets so. canceled. Oh <laughs>
1: right? god! Oh god! Right.
0: So it was like uh, what a way to go canceled, out. There if we're
1: going out though, right? Um, right. Man.
0: Well, speaking of canceled it, uh, at uh, Welcome to Rockville, I forget the name of the band. They were an opening band, but they brought a dude on stage and literally the lead singer, which was a female, was pit, like pissed in his mouth.
1: I saw that. I saw oh, yeah. the video. I heard something about that. I didn't. Yeah. I, I, I
2: had
0: and, no and like they canceled it like quick. Like, oh, no, nope, they'll never be at Welcome yep. to Rockville again. Like, huh. yeah, it was crazy. It was all over the news. like, it's and literally way, she uh, just.
1: You get yourself noticed on the on the news. Yeah.
0: Right literally she like pulled her pants down and and the guy was all about it he was like yeah, oh, yeah. and like literally pissed <laughs> in his mouth it's
2: like I don't, I don't i don't know what to say about that <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's pretty uh pretty pretty crazy you know <laughs> I mean? yeah, well, so, thank you so much for having us, Donnie. Great meeting everyone in the chat. Thanks so much also, for for hanging out with us, and we'd love we'll do this again sometime, man. Anyway, yeah, I'm for sure, you. and we'll We've see you uh, lots Saturday on, so. at Kraken Fest, and uh, I'll
0: bring the beer bong, I'll bring the assless chaps, I'll bring a whole, I'll bring a suitcase of you know, just in case.
2: Let's go, let's go. <laughs>
0: All right, Broskies, I appreciate you coming on and uh again this is felicity and where can we find you guys at where can we find your music your website or, or instagram
1: yeah well you know uh everything we try to keep super easy so at we are felicity so if you go on facebook.com slash we are felicity or uh instagram at we are felicity tiktok twitter and we are felicity.com and we're on spotify apple music everywhere you can stream music we're we're there, youtube.com yeah, so slash we are felicity. It's pretty much we are felicity for everything. Yep.
0: Yeah. And it's on IG as well because I used uh, hit and run. So, all right, broskies, I appreciate you coming on, taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you guys are practicing and, and getting ready for the big show this weekend. Uh, so, we will see you next week. Uh, thanks for everyone joining us. We will see you on the next Sloppy Syndicate show with your host, White Trash Donnie. See you guys.
2: See you guys. Thank you so
0: much.